0: Hey, this is Hayden with the Bible for the Busy Life podcast, and this is not our episode on the prophets. That one is still in the works, and I'm sorry, it's gonna take me a while. So in the meantime, I wanna get a couple, just a little one episode topics uh, out there that may be helpful. Uh, on a previous episode, I mentioned that the Babylonian captivity lasted 70 years. So that's more than just a historical statement. That's actually a very specific number that was prophesied in advance to the Southern people. So today I wanna to talk about two questions regarding that. Why was it 70 years, and which 70 years are we referring to? And so to begin answering that question, we need to go back to the Torah. In God's law, he prescribed the calendar that the Hebrews were supposed to follow. And the calendar has a lot of things that we'd be familiar with, you know, days, weeks, months, years. Uh, But there's a few parts that we don't have in our Gregorian calendar. So just like they have a week of days, like we have seven days making a week, they also have a week of years. And so... Every seven years is a rotation. And just like the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest, the seventh year is a Sabbath year of rest. And so every seventh year, they were not supposed to plant or harvest any crops. You were supposed to just live off the abundance that God would have provided in previous years. And then after seven weeks or 49 years, the 50th year was also a Sabbath, a very special Sabbath called the year of Jubilee. And so for every 50 years there are 8 Sabbaths. And the reason for this is that in God's covenant, He not only uh, allowed for rest for the people, He actually called for the land itself to have a rest along with them. Evidently at some point the Israelites stopped obeying this rule and stopped allowing the land to rest. And God took that very seriously. And so He allows enough time to pass that they overlook 70 Sabbath years and then he makes them answer for it. The prophet Jeremiah tells him, quote, This whole land shall become a ruin and a waste, and these nations shall serve the king of Babylon seventy years. Quote. But even after this warning, the people still refused to obey, refused to give the land its rest. And so the Babylonians came. At the end of Second Chronicles we read. Quote, he, being Nebuchadnezzar, took into exile in Babylon those who had escaped from the sword, and they became servants to him and his sons until the establishment of the kingdom of Persia, to fulfill the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah, until the land had enjoyed its Sabbaths. All the days it lay desolate, it kept the Sabbath, to f- fulfill 70 years. End quote. And so the land is left uh, bare while the people are off in Babylon to make up for all these years that it was not allowed to rest like it was supposed to. Now, one thing to note. You can do the math different ways, depending on whether or not you count the year of Jubilee, exactly which Sabbath within the rotation was the first one to be skipped. But regardless, if my math is correct, probably between four and 500 years that it took for God to make them answer for their neglecting the Sabbath. And that's quite a while and really a testament to God's uh, long-suffering. In fact, this is largely conjecture, but I tend to think when Christ was asked, uh, how often should I forgive my brother seven times? And he says, no, 70 times seven. I really think he's pointing back to this. Uh, the Lord allowed 70 sevens, so to speak, uh, before he held them accountable for their actions. Seems like he's pointing back to forgive like God forgives. But anyway, so that's why. Uh, the question of which 70 years seems like it would be easier, but it's actually not. The event that I read about in Second Chronicles happened in 586 B.C., and the Persians overthrew the Babylonians in 539 BC. So you don't have to be a mathematician to know that's not 70 years. And so it's been a question for a long time of, was the prophecy wrong, or which 70 years are we referring to? And so there are a few different theories that I've read. One of them is that we count the captivity as being from the loss of the first temple to the building of the second temple. And coincidentally, that's about 70 years. Uh, The first temple, uh, fell in 586. The second temple was finished and consecrated in 516, which would be 70 years and that kind of made sense to me uh, If you see the loss of the temple as a loss of God then the time during which the temple was gone would be kind of a, a captivity or uh, punishment and so it, I kind of favored that uh, Theory for a long time until I reread Jeremiah and he says quote Then after 70 years are completed. I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation the land of the Chaldeans for their iniquity, declares the Lord, end quote. And so that seems to say that the 70 years will end before the Babylonians are overthrown. And they're overthrown in 539, which is long before the second temple is, re- is built. Another theory is that God kind of meant the 70 years to be an estimate, a rounded number, so to speak, which I could see. You know, if you ask me what time it is, I look at my watch and it says 1202 and I tell you it's noon. I'm not lying. I'm just giving you a rough estimate. It's close enough. Sometimes specific is needed, sometimes it's not. So those people look at the year 605 as being the first deportation to Babylon. That was the first time they came in and took a bunch of Jews away. It's just that that was not the time that they destroyed the temple and they really laid waste to the city. So they would say 605 to 539 is close enough to 70 years. A third idea is that if you count up 70 years from 539, you get to 609 BC which was the year that Babylon overthrew Assyria. Also the year that Egypt, on their way to defend Assyria, overthrew the southern kingdom and made a vassal state out of them. And so 609 was really the first year that they lost their independence. They became a uh, subject to another power. So I really can't tell you which is the correct answer, but I can tell you that Daniel, from reading Jeremiah, knew that his time in Babylon, or his people's time in Babylon was coming to an end. And so he began to pray for his people they would return to their homeland. And that's ultimately the point, is that God's people were encouraged and knew that their suffering was limited, that when the land got its rest, that he would restore them to the promised land. And that'll be about it for today. Uh, I know that's kind of an odd topic, something you're probably not going to hear in any pulpit anytime soon, but my mind works differently, and I look at topics that most people don't ever pay any attention to and i think that may be useful um i hope that that can be my contribution to the body of christ things that may be a little unusual so hope it was helpful hope you enjoyed this thank you for listening